0: Beyond the shadows of doubt, a monologue. This morning I saw Venus again, high in the sky. And as I always do, thought of a hymn. King of Kings, Lord of Lords, Bright Morning Star. In the Northern Territory, the Yolongu call her Bunambir, the Creator spirit or morning star. Her arrival, a time when they can communicate with their ancestors on Baroku. She hangs out there to the east, rising before the dawn, marks my second or third trip to the loo as the last one before the alarm goes off. The Romans called the planets the wanderers because they were as perplexed about the world as I am. Two and a half thousand years have not removed the mystery nor made the dark less intimidating, even though now we travel amongst the wanderers at slow satellite speed around their glowing globes. I've been telling my son for decades life's lessons can only be learned at seven year stages and that a sign of having learned them to be arrive happy in old age on that basis i'm giving my report card a tick a koala stamp on the wrist like the one so hoped for in my first years at school in life's classrooms the questions have often been hard how did i get here where am i going their answers so hard to learn seven years ago i stumbled for months through a dread valley of despair What are you afraid of?" she asked. We were sitting over coffee by the river. 50 years of watching told her when I was being lured into the desert again. Everything, I said honestly, and no, not even a tsunami roaring up the river was beyond possibility. I'm learning now that even time is my ego's invention. Questions of where from and where to just don't apply. It's in the still moment that souls touch, that saints really do commune, and that's not just one more canonical clause I'm finding so easy to leave behind. And when I recite the creed, the resurrection of the body is often the one I merely mouth, happy to leave eternity in Mystery's black velvet bag. So I pray this person beside me is happy to the end of her life and join with me somehow beyond it. But this is the time of day for writing poetry and I'll get up watching carefully as I leave the room to see if it's time for her morning cuppa. I've learned to look at my ego from a distance. It turns out that the devil's whispering was my ego after all. But as Dr. Phil would say, maybe that's a distinction without a difference. It's still hard to have a conversation with God. When I try to find him in myself, My devil wants to take me out through the appalling void, travelling endlessly with Voyager 1. I'm in the 11th classroom now, and can enter stillness often as I bike along a sunny path. And when I close my eyes for sleep, I can distract my devil and be free from the need to recall a litany of loved ones and people past and present. Simply wrap them in a cloak of love. My intimations of immortality are on a bike path, in the moment, as I ride the breeze and sunlight with friends around me. They tell me I'm not alone and never will be. Lessons just couldn't be learned before their time. Back in the fourth classroom, I had a conversation with a work colleague about the wonder of the night sky. He said he didn't like to think about it. And for months, even years afterwards, I thought, what a superior sensibility I had how I could see such beauty there, even while knowing my view could be blocked by a candle. I saw him living in a candlelit room, not a night sky adventurer like myself. In my sixth classroom, in the small hours before the rise of Venus, the night void was oppressive, and I wrote poems about the loneliness of the moment and my soul's grief for irretrievable childhood. Now I'm about to graduate from class 11. I clutch my thesis, knowing this is the only moment there is. Yet stillness is still the moment's challenge. When banished, my ego's silent scream often fills my headspace, demanding attention with thoughts thrashing like a ball of snakes. I believe now God took flesh not to remove a damning shadow from our souls, rather to show us we can live in the moment and find his love there. Hope can enter these days through the luminous glow of a rainy window pane, where once it was sad beyond words, expanses, quadrangles, shorelines, spangled nights, although there is still an exquisite yearning for connections just beyond my embrace. An author long ago struck me with the phrase dancing on the edge of the abyss. What better name for the deepest shadow of them all? What better metaphor? I dance there by singing and laughing, riding bikes and drinking coffee. I don't look for a new koala stamp, but I can feel it's there. Certainty was never attainable, but now it's not necessary. It's enough to be here in the world and to catch out my ego as it invents time trying to scare me about the hard lessons to come. And oh, the joy to be had, to let go of looking backwards and forwards, just let life flow around me and through me, to know the past and the present do not exist and never will, beyond the shadows of doubt.